Good afternoon. Oh my goodness. Are we excited for the next chapter? Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to find out what happens next. So let's get on with it. Chapter 15. Dick to the rescue. Oh, that sounds good. So Dick grabbed Anne's hand and pulled her quickly away from the cove. He was afraid that whoever had come to the island might be somewhere nearby and see them. He led Anne to the little stone room where their things were, and they sat down in a corner. Whoever has come must have discovered Julian and George smashing in that door, said Dick in a whisper. I can't think what to do. We mustn't go down into the dungeons or we'll be caught. Hey, where's Tim off to? The dog had stayed with them for a while, but now he ran off to the entrance of the dungeons. He disappeared down the steps. He wanted to get back to George because he knew she was in danger. Dick and Anne stared after him. They had felt comforted while he was there, and now they were sorry he had gone. They really didn't know what to do. Then Anne had an idea. I know, she said. We'll row back to the island in our the land in our boat and get help. I thought of that, said Dick gloomily, but we'd never know the way in and out of those awful rocks. We'd wreck the boat. I'm sure we're not strong enough either to row all the way back. I wish we could think what to do. They didn't need to puzzle their brains along. The men came up out of the dungeons and began to hunt for them. They'd seen Tim when he came back, found that the note had gone. So they knew the two children had taken it, and they couldn't imagine why they had not obeyed what George had said in their note and come down to the dungeons. Dick heard their voices. He clutched hold of Anne to make her keep quiet. He saw through the broken archway that the men were going in the opposite direction. Anne, I know where we can hide, said the boy excitedly. Down the old well. We can climb down the ladder a little way and hide there. I'm sure no one would ever look there. Anne did not want to climb down the well even a little way. But Dick pulled her to her feet and hurried her off to the middle of the old courtyard. The men were hunting around the other side of the castle. There was just time to climb in. Dick slipped inside uh, aside the old wooden cover of the well and helped Anne down the ladder. She was very scared. Then Dick climbed down himself and slipped the wooden cover back again over his head as best he could. The old stone slab that Tim had sat on when he fell down the well was still there. Dick climbed down to it and tested it. It was immovable. It's safe for you to sit on, Anne, if you don't want to keep clinging to the ladder, he whispered. So Anne sat shivering on the stone slab across the wall shaft, waiting to see if they were discovered or not. They kept hearing the voices of the men now close by him, now far off. Then the men began to shout for them. Dick! Anne! The others want you. Where are you? We've got some exciting news for you. Well, why don't they let Julian and George come up and tell us then, whispered Dick. There's something wrong. I know there is. I wish we could get to Julian and George and find out what's happened. 
The two men came into the courtyard. They were angry. Where have those kids got to, said Jake. Their boat is still in the cove, so they haven't got away. They must be hiding somewhere. We can't wait all day for them. Oh, let's take some food and drink down to the two we've locked up, said the other man. There's plenty in that little stone room. I expect it's the store that the children brought over. We'll leave half in the room so that the other two kids can have it. And we'll take their boat with us so they can't escape. Right, said Jake. The thing to do is to get the gold away as quickly as possible and make sure the children are prisoners here and we've made a safe getaway. We won't bother any more about trying to buy the island. After all, it was only the thought of getting the ingots that put us up to the idea of getting Kieran Castle and the island. <clears throat> Come on, said his companion. Let's take the food down now and not bother about the other kids. You stay here and see if you can spot them while I go down. <gasps> Dick and Anne hardly dared to breathe when they heard all this. They hoped that the men wouldn't think of looking down the well. They heard one man walk to the little stone room. It was plain that he was getting food and drink to take down to the two prisoners in the dungeons below. The other man stayed in the courtyard, whistling softly. After what seemed a very long time to the hidden children, the first man came back. Then the two talked together and at last went off to the cove. Dick heard the motorboat being started up. It's safe now to get out, said uh, Dick said. Oh, isn't it cold down here? I'll be glad to get out into the sunshine. <coughs> Excuse me, my voice has gone a bit funny. They climbed out and stood warming themselves in the hot summer sunshine. They could see the motorboat streaking towards the mainland. Well, they've gone for the moment, said Dick, and they haven't taken our boat, as they said. If only we could res rescue Julian and George, we could get help because George could row us back. Well, why can't we rescue them? Up cried Anne, her eyes shining. We can go down the steps and unbolt the door, can't we? No, we can't, said Dick. Look. Anne looked to where he pointed. She saw that the two men had piled big, heavy slabs of broken stone over the dungeon entrance. <clears throat> it had taken all their strength to put the big stones there. Neither Dick nor Anne could hope to move them. It's impossible to get down the steps, said Dick. They've made sure we can't do that and we have no idea where the second entrance is. We only know it was somewhere near the tower. Let's see if we can find it, said Anne eagerly. They set off to the tower on the right side of the castle. But whatever entrance there might have been once, it was gone now. The castle had fallen in very much just there, and there were piles of old broken stones everywhere, completely impossible to move. The children soon gave up the search. Oh, this is dreadful, said Dick. George and Julian are prisoners down there and we can't even help them. Oh, Anne, can't you think of something to do? Anne sat down on a stone and thought hard. She was very worried. Then she brightened up a little and turned to Dick. Dick, I suppose... I suppose we couldn't possibly climb 
down the well, could we? she asked. You know it goes past the dungeons and there's an opening on the dungeon floor from the well shaft because we were able to put in our heads and shoulders and look right up to the well to the top. Could we get past that slab, do you think? The one that I sat on just now that's fallen across the well? Dick thought it all over. He went to the well and peered down it. <clears throat> you know, I think you're right, Anne, he said at last. I think we might be able to squeeze past that slab. There's just about room. I don't know how far the iron ladder goes down, though. Well, let's try, said Anne. It's our only chance of rescuing the others. OK, said Dick, I'll try it, but not you, Anne. I don't want you falling down that well. The ladder might be broken halfway down. Anything could happen. You'd better stay up here and see what I, I'll see what I can do. Well, you will be careful, won't you? said Anne anxiously. Take a rope with you, Dick, so that if you need one, you won't have to climb all the way back up. Good idea, said Dick. He went to the little stone room and got one of the ropes they'd put there. He wound it round and round his waist. Then he went back to Anne. Here goes, he said in a cheerful voice. Don't worry about me, I'll be all right. Oh, Anne was rather white. She was terrified that Dick might fall right down to the bottom of the well. She watched him climb down the iron ladder to the slab of stone. He tried his best to squeeze past it, but it was very difficult. At last he managed it, and after that Anne couldn't see him, but she could hear him because he kept calling up to her. Ladder's still going strong, Anne. I'm all right. Can you hear me? Yes, shouted Anne down the well, hearing her voice echo in a funny, hollow way. Be careful, Dick. Does the ladder go all the way down? I think it does, yelled back Dick. Then he gave a loud exclamation. Oh no, it's broken just here. Broken right off or else it ends. I'll have to use my rope. There was a silence as Dick unwound the rope from his waist. He tied it firmly to the last but one ring of the ladder, which seemed quite strong. I'm going down the rope now, he shouted to Anne. Don't worry, I'm all right. Here I go. Anne couldn't hear what Dick said after that because the well shaft made his words go crooked and she couldn't make out what they were. But she was glad to hear him shouting even though she didn't know what he was saying. She yelled down to him hoping he could hear her. <clears throat> Dick slid down the rope holding onto it with knees, hands and feet. Glad that he was so good at gym at school. He wondered if he was anywhere near the dungeons. He seemed to have gone down a long way. He managed to get out his torch. He put it bef between his teeth. <coughs> Excuse me. After he had switched it on so that he could have both hands free for the rope. The light from the torch showed him the walls of, of the well around him. He couldn't make out if he was above or below the dungeons. He didn't want to go right down to the bottom of the well. He decided that he must have just passed the opening into the dungeon caves. He climbed back up the rope a little way and to his delight saw the opening onto the dungeons just by his head.
He climbed up till he was level with it and then swung himself to the side of the well where the small opening was. He managed to get hold of the bricked edge and then tried to scramble through the opening into the dungeon. It was difficult, but luckily Dick wasn't very big. He managed it at last and stood upright <coughs> straight with a sigh of relief. He was in the dungeons. He could now follow the chalk marks to the room or cave where the ingots were and where he felt sure that George and Julian were imprisoned. <coughs> he shone his torch on the wall. Yes, there were the chalk marks. Good. He put his head into the well opening and yelled at the top of his voice. And I'm in the dungeons. Watch out that the men don't come back. <coughs> Then he began to follow the white chalk marks, his heart beating fast. After a while, he came to the door of the storeroom. As he had expected, it was fastened so that George and Julian couldn't get out. Big bolts had been driven home at the top and bottom, and the children inside could not possibly get out. They had tried their hardest to batter down the door, but it was no good at all. They were sitting inside the store cave, feeling angry and exhausted. The man had brought them food and drink, but they had not touched it. Tim was with them, lying down with his head on his paws, half angry with George because she hadn't let him fly at the men, as he had so badly wanted to do. But George felt certain that Tim would be shot if he tried biting or snapping. Anyway... The other two had sense enough not to come down and be made prisoners too, said George. They must have known there was something funny about that note when they saw I'd sign myself Georgina instead of George. I wonder what they're doing. They must be hiding. Tim suddenly gave a growl. He leapt to his feet and went to the closed door, his head on one side. He had heard something. Oh, I hope it's not those men back already, said George. Then she looked at Tim in surprise, flashing his torch onto him. He was wagging his tail. A great bang at the door made them all jump out of their skins. Then came Dick's cheerful voice. Julian, George, are you in there? Woof! barked Timmy joyfully and scratched at the door. Dick, open the door, yelled Julian in delight. Quick, open the door! Wow. Now, are they all going to get up that well? And the thing is, how are they going to get Tim up the well? Not going to be easy, is it? So what are they going to do? Oh, dear me. So exciting and yet so stressful at the same time. <laughs> anyway, I am going to wait until tomorrow and find out what they're going to do <sighs> oh i hope 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 that everything turns out all right anyway um you all just make sure you take care and stay safe and i will see you all again tomorrow Bye for now.